straight, no chaser. All I've got to say, they're on. He wants to. He just wants to be controversial. It's okay. Somebody has to be. It's not about being controversial. I'm just trying to give the people what they want. Speaking of giving the people what they want, everybody wants that. It's okay. Do your thing. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants it. What's up? Uh, Straight No Chase of the podcast. We back once again, doing it to your eardrum. Uh, On Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we it's a, a little bit of a special occasion, yeah, so we coming to you live. Family things happening. We out yep. on Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Tunes, Watermelon Tunes, and all of the above. So, hey, let me, hey, real quick though, Jay, as you as you venture off, if you really get into wines, I would encourage you to go to some wine tastings and check out some Pinot Noirs. It, it's a good. It's a good entryway into some reds that are maybe more palatable for like your you know what your taste buds are like hell you good what, hell what's up with you? i'm tired bro last week of school damn wow. y'all still in school yeah we get out friday mm. shout out to all the teachers and the school professionals and the paraprofessionals once again every week we're gonna keep giving y'all the props because you know somebody got to watch these damn kids because we don't want to so, uh, oh, y'all heard all about the sangria and everything else. We got to introduce ourselves. Neil, go ahead and kick it before you fall asleep. What's happening? I'm here. Let's go. Keltrick. Well, what's popping? Mental Health Awareness Month. The LGBTQ um, plus month. It's a lot of stuff going on out there. Henny is the best one out. You sound like a clown. Wow, you don't need to be calling people clowns, man. I said he sounds. That sounds like a clownish like statement to it, say Henny is the best wine out. That's, I'm, that's I'm certain he was saying it in jest. Right? I Maybe not. So. Maybe not. But we shout you know, out your best wine. We're reading it. So, all right, Ra, over to you. <laughs> What's going on, people? It's Rasheen. <laughs> Let's go. Bam. Who's left? So like Who's that. Left. Black Music Month too. I, I appreciate that, Queen Ashiba. Yep. Oh wait, hold on a second. Can you see the? I can see them. <laughs> Caribbean what? Heritage Month. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I'm, I, listen, I'm in the comment. I'm comment creeping. I'm doing what I'm doing. Neil does. But Neil little shout it out until it's on the screen. Hey, Shevitz, sweet man. Boy. Okay, we're gonna leave that alone, Christina. Yeah. So, all Banish we were saying Shevitz. beforehand for those who might just be joining us. And you can throw yours in the comments or whatever the case is. What are your favorite wines? Do you like to drink? What is it that you drink? I personally said, go ahead, Ra. I was going to say, um, I was going to say that white wine is, is eh, but there is a red wine that um, Costco has called Jam Jar. It's a South African wine. It's really, really sweet. You would probably like it, John. It's extremely sweet. But the thing is, I'll put Malibu rum. Yeah, Malibu and jam jar together get you right. It's, you right. That, I feel that, like it's doing a little it's, much. Not, it's, it's getting you right still to go. It, it, 
for me, I like to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking for the taste. Okay. I, 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 I want some. I want some 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 altered chemical state to a a, a certain degree. Yeah. Um, and, and, and as Jules would say, jam jar is amazing. Yes. And you can have it by itself. It's good. But when you add that Malibu, for whatever reason, it makes it sweeter. So if you don't like the sweet, then don't do it. It makes it sweeter. But it is it is good. It is really, really good. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, I'll just stick with my whiskey. Right now, I'm Y'all on. bougie and exotic for me. <laughs> say it, wait a minute. Say it again, Neil. We too. I'm, I'm just saying it to mess with culture because I can see his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with your veganist T-shirt. Nah, he healthy. If I want to drop a bet, you already know how I get down. Give me a Long Island. I'm done. I'm great. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. Is white wine is soft, but a Long Island iced tea? The ones that Neil drinks, I, I'm gonna give it to him. I, I was gonna go with the that's a weak drink, but actually it's not. Neil gets like. Five different damn liquors in there. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> how, how quickly does he drink it, though? This is we're also not, a we're factor. We're not on me tonight. We're not on me yeah. tonight. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we drink it, I'm, I'm looking for some tequilas, like some good, solid tequila. That's what I'm on right now. I've done um, scotches. I love scotches. I have a couple of scotches in my, in my collection. I just added another tequila to my collection. Those are the two things that I drink, and I drink wine. You know, I drink you know what I remember though. Even though Keltrick don't like it no more, what's the joint you put us on to back in the days when we was doing the parties? That that first drink, yeah, I forgot. Grandma Yay, uh, Paul I still love that dog. Grandma yeah, I still. What, I what never had no Paul Masson. Yeah, Wasn't it Grandma Yay and pineapple you put us on yeah. to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've drunk that in. 15, 20 years almost. I haven't right. drunk it since uh, KG Boumaye. I, I had it since then. <laughs> Me neither. It's something in the house. I have not had it since then. You know what I yeah. what I used to love that I can't. I, I don't. They don't. They don't make it anymore. It's Navine. The last time I saw a bottle of Navine, yeah. it cost six hundred dollars because they don't. They don't make it anymore. No, I had it at my bachelor party. I can't remember. Yeah. I only remember sure a few can. things from that night. That. <laughs> the type of alcohol is not one of them, but there was a lot of it. That was a very fun night, man. That was. I, man. Ain't gonna lie. I think you put me on to so much Grandma Ye in that one year, I got sick of it in that same year. Because Kelsey, that was his go to drink. And yeah, I was, was just like, it was smooth, though. It's trash. <laughs> Damn. Trash. It's not as good. Cannot, just gonna cannot do it. Trash the whole label like that. Okay. Well, it is what it is. I mean, we got love because Kelch. I mean, Raj swears by his drink, and I can't stand it. I what? can't stand Uncle makers. Makers. Oh, makers. Yeah, he was on that for. Well, a minute, I, I was on it for a minute, but Uncle Nearest is my thing. Yeah. That 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 I I. Let I me ask you a question: Are you on it because it's black owned, or is that are you on it because it's actually you both feel like and. it tastes both okay. and it, it the, the, two things and, can be true. And and I'm gonna say specifically the 1856 bottle. The other this uh, I think like the 1886. I can't remember what that one is. I don't like that as much. But the 1856, that's the premium whiskey. That is smooth. It is sweet. And um, and once again, I'm not the only one. It is the most awarded whiskey in the world since it has dropped. So everyone is loving this. And the fact that it's a black woman making it named after a black man. Who taught Jack Daniels how to just I love it. All of that together. But I ain't gonna lie though, even though you put me on to that ride and it's really smooth. I'm still I think you tried it before. I don't know if it was you or Keltry. That Blanton's Blanton's is amazing. I don't know what the hell that is. What are you talking about? 
yo, I'm put, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna put you onto it after the show. Blanton's is amazing, yo. Okay. Yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't trust your liquor selections. Okay, but you will like this one. No, no, Neil, just, just you know. I'm telling you, you will like this one. Yeah. Okay. You know, it is what it is. That said, uh, I got a question for y'all. Okay. How did y'all celebrate Father's Day? I like that transition. We go from favorite drinks, Father's Day. That's good. Go ahead, fathers. Who who go? Ra. I I celebrated it in 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 uh, peace peace and quiet. Um, I had a couple cards, my favorite bottle of alcohol given to me, and I had the house all to myself. Um, mm. that, that that's that's how I celebrated. Um, fathers. Oh, and the other piece I would say <clears throat> is is a big shout out to Father's Day. Um, I'm connected through ancestry, uh, DNA, and all that good stuff. So, um, shout out to my, my Cameroonian fam. Um, but through it and the, the, the family treeing and all that good stuff, I was sent a package of information by a distant cousin who now connected me to my great, great, great grandfather. Wow. Whose father came off the boat. He was of the, he was one of the last slaves before abolition of slavery to come off the boat and to now have that um documented connection that was a great way for me to celebrate father's day because now i'm connected to my great 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 grandfather and really great 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 grandfather but yeah that's, so that's it for me that's what's up that's dope hold on a second buzz a typewriter yeah i saw that it's got to be a vintage one please tell me it's vintage why does okay, it have to be my... vintage because i mean I'm, it's a typewriter who uses typewriters Ooh, let that anyway. I'm gonna let that. But a drop. vintage one, like a like mm. like like a um like a turntable. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. That's why. That's why I think bitch. But never mind. Let me know in the comments, Buzz. Mm. <laughs> um, what did I do on Father's Day? I called my father. You know, thank God he's still with us and kicking it and doing very well. Um, very interesting. You know, I try to touch base with like all the people I know that are adults and have kids or I shouldn't say adults, all the fathers. So mm. I think we, you know, we traded our little texts and, you know, various family members and, you know, that kind of thing. Basically, that's when I will actually touch base with you. I'm not the kind of person to just be like, call you for no reason just to ask you what you've been doing all day. But if it's like your birthday, special little days like that, I'm definitely going to hit you up. And then, um, me and my son did some yard work, which is actually my happy place. And uh, what else did we do? I feel like I ate that day, of course. I can't remember. But it was overall, it was, you know, a very restful, relaxing, you know, chill, chill day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my daughters woke up, made breakfast for me, but then they had to go to work. So they were like, Dad, this is the first Father's Day ever that you're going to be by yourself. And kind of like raw. I was like, yo, I enjoy the peace and quiet. I was by myself right. a bit, you know what I mean? But I ain't going to lie. Everybody on here know I'm a sucker for my daughters, man. So I was kind of sad for a minute, like, damn, y'all left me in this joint. But I found some yard work to do. And then uh, Solo, she's going to do, a, a, right before they go to college, we all going to get like a daddy-daughter tattoo. You know what I mean? Something that represents oh, that's nice. each that's one. Dope. That's so, dope. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that joint. That's love. So... My wife and my kids took me over the three-day weekend. So Friday, I had a solo dinner, uh, which was exquisite. And then on Saturday, I had like a virtual 
reality experience. It was something different. We did some donut. We had a donut run together as a family. There's a spot down here. I think y'all y'all been to the donut. I had y'all on the donuts. It was fire, cause it was yeah. like world's best donuts. And then on Sunday, I got this shirt. I got some tremendous cards, and uh, it was the first one where my daughter could really like understand like what a, what a father really is. I guess in my opinion, because she was very articulate. So it was just a, it was just a good a good little vibe, man. It was, it was a real good time. Great food, great laughs, and some solo experiences and some family stuff. So mm-hmm. it was dope. As it should be, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. It doesn't have to be. I mean, how you celebrate is how you celebrate. I think people get kind of in their feelings, you know, in a lot of different ways, as humans do. It's totally normal. Uh, but how you approach the day is just how you do it. I think it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So for all those people that celebrated Father's Day, or if you did not celebrate Father's Day, you know what I'm saying? Still enjoyed yourself. That's ultimately what matters. Ultimately. Speaking yeah. of yard work, for anybody that might be aware, like you might see, looks like I got paint on my wrist. Every single time, every year, I get into some poison ivy, somehow, mm-hmm. some way. Once again, I will show y'all what it looks like, but you don't want to see this. So, it's like one of my, one of my old employees, he always will get it. Every year, he gets into poison ivy instead of finds him. I, it just, I've never really seen people with poison ivy, but it looks like it's something crucial. I wore gloves. I had long sleeve shirts on. I had long pants. No. All Jack does is just hold the damn can. So that's number one. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, so good. That was the Father's Day segment. For all my fathers out there, shout out to you. And now we got to go to, real quick, a lot of people brought this up. It has been making the rounds. Critical race theory. Okay. For people who do not know what critical race theory is, it is a system of thought that you basically approach American politics and history with a race first lens. So if you are looking at the Civil War as a black person, you don't have to be um, unbiased. You are looking at it as a black person and how it impacted you and take it all the way up to current day politics or whatever the hell else is going on in your life. It's called critical race theory. That's what it is. You look like you're looking it up on Wikipedia or something. You're trying to like read the exact definition. Well, yeah, I wanted to to, okay. to, to give the, the specific definition. There you um, go. Fact checking your shit. I'm just saying. By all means, go for it. Critical race theory is an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States who seek to critically examine the law as it intersects with issues of race and to challenge the uh, mainstream liberal approaches to racial justice. So what does that mean in every... So the reason that we're bringing this up, for those who might not be aware, there's a uh, a wide uh, movement afoot, I guess you could say, across the country of... Uh, suburban people who feel that critical race theory is being taught in schools and uh, it stems from the 1619 project that was part of the New York Times last year that basically postulated that American history starts when the first slaves got here which was in 1619 not 1775 when the uh, what am I thinking declaration of 1776 whatever Mm -hmm. it starts in 1619 so all that to be said ever since then uh, people are kind of pushing back on this whole idea of centering black people in history uh, and they don't want it taught in their schools, that type of thing. Um, so we wanted to get people's opinion and feedback. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just saying, like, um, one of the things that I think uh, it underscores is how it, when it says critically examine um, the law as it intersects with issues of race, because when you start to do that, you have to say that America legalized oppression, racism, genocide, and no one wants to talk about the legalization of that stuff. That's why mm-hmm. um, when people be like, they only follow the law, I'm just following the law. I'm just doing what's, what's what you know what the law tells me to do. Well, at one point in time, the law said it was okay to 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 split me between two horses, tie one leg to one horse, a leg to another, and spank the horses so they run in the opposite directions. And the law was cool with that. So when you start to critically examine that stuff, people um, get in their feelings because they feel like we're trying to um, guilt America. I'm not trying Mm. to guilt America. Just tell the truth. Excuse me. Tell the truth. Okay. Truths. 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 So here's my question to you all. Do you feel that critical race theory is currently not being taught as a subject or whatever. Uh, they are taking they certain readings. Definitely not in Texas. They're taking certain readings from the 1619 Project, and certain teachers in certain schools are trying to you know, inject that into their upper classes or whatever. But do you think that should even be taught in schools? Is that, Or should we look at things from a totally different perspective? I think the way education is done in America is it needs to be rethought in general. So to answer your question, the answer is no, it's not being taught, not just in Texas, but I don't think any place um, is teaching history, American history in a, in a way or in a context that gives it its, its justice or it's the honest, straight, no chaser kind of flavor. It's, it's all dumbed down. It's all meant in the, in the glorious way. I think even at the, at the twins graduation, they did the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did y'all stand up for that, or did you actually say the I, pledge? I didn't. I sat down. Um, I know Neil and I were sitting next to each other. He sat down. I stood for it, and I I stand for it at at, at ball games. I yeah. Stand for the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, but I don't. I think in that in that respect, though, but I stand. But in that respect, I think it's it needs to be taught. I think people just need honesty because there's a lot of people in this country who believe what they read or what people tell them and it's a it's a lie or it's revisionist no different than the long ranger you watch the long ranger and you think this dude this this white you know sheriff in texas is like this 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 hero and in some respects he could be perceived that way but if you're looking at it honestly you may have a different perception or perspective on what he stood for what he was about and if he was in the right or in the wrong a lot of our teachers that teach unfortunately that's not black really don't know the truth themselves you know because i've been i've sat in on a couple of equity meetings and racial disparity meetings and try to bend together and i'm just like it's the same old violin bullshit it's like nothing is going to change but i try to be proactive i go with it in a positive mindset like okay maybe this will make a difference and after five six seven eight sessions yeah it sounds good in the session but when you really or in the classroom and dealing with parents and you're dealing with the kids and the students and the, and the, and the, you know, there are no black males and it's just, it just hits you in the face. And it's like, what happened to all that shit? We was just sitting down in this PD about, you know, it sounds good. Like I think a lot of school systems, they try to implement things that sound good, but 
when it comes to really being in the trenches with it. They don't do that. And now oh. with the whole now with the whole thing with some of these states, I think I touched on it last time, where they're trying to get rid of talking about race mm-hmm. and equity in school systems. So if you talk about it, your school system is not getting funded. So it's just like, you know, pay attention. You see what America's really trying to do, in my opinion, anyway. So let yeah. me let me ask you a question then. So do you think that in Germany they teach the truth about I'm just I'm asking as a parallel, right? Yeah. Do you think in, in nations where they've had a troubled history, is the lessons that they receive, like do they learn about Anne Frank in Germany, like how they went to kill this little girl short of diary? Is it, you know, in let's say in, in, in the UK, right? In, in in England, are they taught about how they colonized so much of the world? Uh, all of these things being taught in these other respective countries who did just as sinister, you know, mess as America has. I, I don't know about other parts of Europe, but from what I understand about Germany, they go in. They teach mm-hmm. the truth. You can't walk 20 feet every 20 feet without coming across some apology placard because they have. Oh, and, and Kelly put it out there. Yes, they do in Germany because they. they Buzz said they don't. Yeah, Buzz said they don't. I, I don't know where Buzz is coming from with it, but from what I've seen and, and the reporting I have seen, they are really big on 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 telling the truth because a part of their philosophy is that there can be no reconciliation unless they They're tell right. the truth. And They're as a matter right. of, and, and as a matter of fact, the brother who did the um what's the brother they made that that movie about who did the uh the the memorial for the lynchings down in um Alabama. Um I know what you're talking about but I can't yeah, think yeah, of what his yeah. name is. something. Yeah, it, it, yeah, his a lot of what he is is preaching about telling the truth and reconciliation. He he's getting a lot of that from what Germany did. So, um, it, I know in Germany, from what I understand, they tell the truth. Uh, I don't know if Amsterdam. Well, Amsterdam has become really, really. Um, no, they they sugarcoat it. They they try to tell the truth about the um, slave trade. And then Even they like France, it. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm only asking because I think it's interesting. I think if America is supposed to be this beacon of hope and inspiration, then we need to be honest. And as an organ, as a as a country, we're not honest with one another. People live and 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 walk around in this this trance like America, this great honest haven of 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 people and inhabitants and history, and mm-hmm. it's it's just not. There's a difference between, I, I mean, this is one of the things I loved about Howard uh, that I got, I guess, opportunity mm. to learn different things that I didn't learn. Like, what is an ideal? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, people think an ideal is like a perfect example of something and it's supposed to be, but ideal cannot exist. So America is supposed to, you know, the American way, the American ideal, it literally can't exist. It can't happen. That's what makes it an ideal. But a lot of people have bought into that in total and it's jacked up. But uh, as far as what we were talking about, I know that like Germany is very deep as far as like the history and whatnot like that. And I feel like the Amsterdams of the world don't really teach about Anne Frank. But the, it, I mean, uh, they got the Anne Frank they house. To, they got the Anne know. Frank house in, in, in Amsterdam. Um, yeah. no, the Amsterdam is pr- is pretty liberal. And and yeah. they try to do their apologetic thing, but they still suffer from their own little issues with, with racism. In Amsterdam, but it's 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 more so 
um, it may make you uncomfortable, but it's not the right type of racism in a, like you have in America that will kill you. You know, that, that there, there's a big difference. Um, right. But they they started the whole trade. And then when they started the, the trade, it was like, oh, oh, we don't like that. And then they started to focus on trading spices and goods after that instead of people. And that's what made them so rich to the point where they had their own golden era. So now they're trying to say, well, you know, we, we, you know, we stopped that because it was bad and we didn't want to partake in that. But they don't really tell the whole truth about blacks and um, in African heritage, black heritage in, in South people in Africa. Who, who, well, I don't who, even know if Africa tells the whole truth. True. But who, who tells um, the truth? Is um, there is there a place? What is the truth? That's the problem. Anyway, we truth, we, yeah, we that's, that's, that's that's a the rabbit truth, hole. The truth is written by the people that are victorious. That that is the truth. Ooh. So what are you trying to say? So because black people don't know our history, that we were not victorious in uh, you know, times gone by, something like that. Take it how you want to take it. Well, let's just leave that right there because we don't want to get cussed out worse than we already do by you, the people who listen to this show. The chasers. Uh, Straight No Chase of the Podcast, which, by the way, is everywhere. So please hit that like button, subscribe to this show, et cetera, et cetera. Tell your mom about us. Uh, other than that, we got on Critical Race Theory. Man, speaking the general, of... Real quick before we jump off of that, the general, uh, the, the joint teacher, chat, the joint, the head of the joint teacher staff, he spoke, mm-hmm. I think it was today or yesterday, in front of Congress. His words, even around the, the military and what they exposed to, were very poignant. So if you haven't had a chance to take, take a listen to that, I think his name is General Miller. It was pretty, pretty, pretty fiery comments from him. I think he was responding to a question from the senator in Florida, Rubio, I want to say. Rubio's whole ass. Uh, one of the most punchable faces on the planet. But... We ain't going to talk about that. We are going to talk about men and mental health once again. So for those that don't know, I believe last week was male mental health week. Um, I feel like uh, there was I saw a meme that said something like the majority of people who commit suicide are men. Uh, men don't, you know, go to the doctor. Someone pull the meme up. We, we I got can't, it. We Thank you, because we this this week oh, is Men's me. Health Week. Eighty-four men a week take their own life. There you go. Seventy-five percent of suicides are male. Men are less likely to get help, but speaking up saves lives. So encourage men to speak up, not man up. So the question is, why do so few men get help? Don't think they need help, so on and so forth. In y'all's opinion, as men, what do you think? I think it's ego and pride um, as part of it, but different than a lot of men refuse to go to the doctor to find out their physical condition. Why the hell we expect them to find out that about their mental condition? They don't want to get found out about the physical condition. Most men don't want to hear that type of news. And because they feel like they are physically okay, they definitely don't want to do the, the work because it takes work to, to mess with your mind. Like, that's not a, something that is easy as you go to the gym, you know, three, four times a week and do it for two months and you good unpackaging your experiences mentally it takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and a lot of men and just to be kind of frank are lazy uh not purposefully but they're lazy to do the work that it takes to unpackage and what's what they've experienced emotionally mentally physically and even sometimes you know uh, whatever the other e- 
Lee is. They just don't want to do that that type of put that type of investment in themselves. So as a result, when things get bleak, they don't have they're not equipped with the skills to deal with it and they eighty six themselves. It also depends on the village that you have around you. Because for a long time, the way I was groomed before I met y'all, it was like, you know, fix your own problems. Nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? So that's that's how I was conditioned. You know what I mean? So y'all pretty much know me. Y'all still say I do it. Sometimes when I go through my own little personal problems, I deal with it by disappearing from y'all for like three, yeah. four months off the grid. Not I can't let you say that. I can't let you say that, though. It's not no, about, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's saying, not about your see, village. It's not, not, it's not about your village. Let no, no, no. Let no, no, let me finish. Can I finish? Let let your village. Can I finish? I just want to say that ain't about your village. But in a way, it is. Because I trust y'all and you, Keltrick, on numerous occasions. We've had that one-on-one -on -one talk where it's just like, you know, we, we've we grown to be able to talk off one another. But I'm just saying, prior to that, me, I had the mindset of not saying with y'all, but my mindset was nobody really gives a fuck. Fix your own problems. You know what I mean? The world ain't stopping for you. It's not like, oh my God, Neil has problems. Let's stop the world and, and, and help him fix that. So it was almost like I had to man up for myself. So when you said ego, sometimes it's not really ego. It's sometimes like, do they really care with what the fuck I'm going through? And sometimes, you know, if you do open up to somebody and you don't necessarily get the help that you really need because either they can't help you or they're not qualified or whatever, you feel a certain way. So it's just like, fuck it. I'll just deal with this with myself. And sometimes people are not strong enough to deal with it on their own. And like you said, mm -hmm. they're 86 themselves. And some hey, people I, I just can't, I can't let you slide with that Zilla statement, man. I think, I think that's a, a bit of a cop out because it it's not, a, it is a village. It's not about, it's about the own individual. It's about the individual, like the, like you yourself, you have to make the decision to have a conversation with somebody, whether that's whether that's us in this in this group, this foursome here, if it's somebody else, a professional who is is trained in the in the field that can help provide some insights and guidance that can help you unpackage some things that can influence you. It is a personal choice. I can tell you all day. Rasheen can tell you all day. You can, John can tell you all day. Hey, Neil, you should do X, Y, and Z. But until you get up off your ass and do it yourself, it's a moot point. So it's not about your your village can have all the support and love for you in the world until you make the decision as a grown fucking man. Then it's a moot point. No, but I'm just saying. I think I saw somebody say that with a comment. Oh, it might have been that comment right there. The way society growing up. I don't know how it was for you in the Midwest, but in for me, and it might even been different for Ra, but for me growing up, prior to being able to open my mind and my eyes, it's almost like it was straight no chaser. If you got issues, you a weak-ass man. If you mm. can't fix that shit yourself, you a weak-ass man. If you need somebody to help fix your problems, you a weak-ass man. So it's almost like, damn, I got to... You know, oh, good, I see you, no, man, y'all gotta let Neil finish his point. Y'all always do and that's this. Why I'm, no, my hand say. is my hand is up. I'm waiting. No, I'm passing the rock. Go ahead. No, finish your, your no, but I'm weak ass man. But I'm <laughs> he said that's how he was raised, and that's, that's how he had that mentality. Yeah, I'm not and it calling took him time. You. No, 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 I got you. I got you. But I'm saying it, that, it, like I said, I, for me personally, I said it's a village because throughout the years of us learning each other and knowing each other. Like the day you and me first met, Kelsey, we met on an emotional, and for some reason, we just felt comfortable. So it's like when I say the village, if I feel a certain connection to you, where it's like, damn, this person really cares about me and cares about how the fuck I feel, where I could open up to you and really value what you're telling me, 
then of course I'll absorb what you're telling me and try to change. But other than that, if Let's I don't know you, provide context to that conversation, though, Neil. So the open up, it wasn't. I didn't know you like that at that time. But hold on, we forgot about Ra. Hold on, man. Go ahead, Ra. I know I love you, Kelsey, but he had his hand up. Cause <laughs> go ahead, Ra. <laughs> um. I mean, all right, so you got four gainfully employed black men sitting on um, this straight no chaser piece. Uh, but we got to be real and be honest that the, the, one of the lowest unemployment rates or highest unemployment rates that we find in a subset or community of people in America are black men. And, and whatever they report as an unemployment rate, you might as well double it because they're not really giving us the real numbers. Therapy costs money. Mm. Like, like we have benefits that could pay for that. We got EAP where we could get it for free for three, six, nine, twelve sessions. If we got brothers who don't have jobs, or they have jobs that are low wage, blue collar that don't provide benefits, where is the expectation that's that they're going to be able to go out and get this? saying that the, the 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 thing that we read wasn't about black men it was about men first of all well I'm now, hey I, what does john say hey on, i'm not this, i'm not you ain't john and show. i ain't john i'm just well, saying no i'm telling you can i tell you what i'm thinking about this when i hear this i'm thinking in the context of black men because we well, we're talking we're black men we're talking about brothers or, or men in general i'm gonna repeat this the silent black is silent for me when we talk about this there you go this week it, is it, men's it. health week Right, men's health week. It didn't say the number that was black. It didn't say the I, number that was I, white. Eighty-four men a week take their own life. Seventy-five percent of suicides are male. Okay, that has that has. I'm not saying the points you're making don't contribute to this number, but yeah. they didn't say that. The, they didn't say that the majority of people who commit suicide are black men. They just said men in general. I will okay. be. I will be interested in seeing. Uh, I would too. Or the demo breakdown of that, but for I would me, too. But, but for me, it, even even. If you want to lump in all males, by and large, when we're talking about male in the workforce, blue collar, with, with without the benefits that'll allow them to go pay for this stuff. Rich men commit suicide too. I don't think I don't I don't I'm not I don't saying know. They, I'm not saying I'm they not, don't. I'm not saying they do. I'm not saying that they don't either. What I'm saying is I'm not talking about not, suicide. You're we talking started, about a financial demographic, and I'm we saying, I don't, I don't know if about, finances. We started talking about. I we started this talking about. I don't know if yes. finances. Cage, Cage. We started this talking about who seeks out therapy. So yeah. I'm talking about therapy. I'm not Me going too. to who's killing themselves. You said that you you your your statement was involved. Who are the people that are on this call? We're gainfully employed. You know, Black men most, most of the people don't therapy. have money. They can afford, can afford and therapy. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that therapy. they. I'm, I'm not saying they can or they can't. I'm not saying they can or they can't. What I'm Read saying is, in. men in general uh -huh. don't uh -huh. seek out the help, whether they got the means or they don't. They wow. don't get the wow. help. Okay. The I fucking data like, just tells you. Well, wait a minute. But that's told the meme who kills themselves. They didn't tell you who didn't seek seek therapy just because they. Mm -hmm. That does not mm -hmm. see you. You are making an assumption that because I they committed suicide. Too. That they did not. That they didn't. They did not seek therapy. I'm not making that assumption. No, I'm not. I mean, it's a meme because they don't have the money. They're not make. They're not getting the help. Oh, you. That's no. That that. Please, if you ain't got the money, to pay for it. You can't do it. Oh, simple this, as this that. Is, this no, is not. Me. This is not remotely angry internet. So 
Trust no, me. That's how we talk. This is very, very calm. This is what we do. Very calm. Very calm. <laughs> normal discussion. Right. Yeah, everybody in the comments like, ooh, wait a minute, y'all don't fight. It's okay. It's okay. Trust me. That's, these are my best friends in the world. Right. So we, we get we get animated. This, this, I mean, this, this is what it is. Go ahead, John. Say your point. So I was going to say. Hold, hold on. Uh, well, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a meme, first of all. We have no idea if these facts are correct, where they got them from, or anything else. I think that um, I agree with, I think that what Neil was saying and what y'all are saying can be true at the same time. Neil is right in that most young men, at least of our era, were raised, like he said, boys don't cry, uh, man up, don't, you know, that's just how it was. And I mean, that's undeniable. I, whether you was in the Midwest or womp, 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 don't really matter. So, and then on the flip side of that, what KG is saying is also correct in that men don't seek help. And the reason that they don't seek help could be maybe financial. Maybe it's because of, you know, um, schedule or, you know, whatever the case might be. You know what I'm saying? So the point of it all is if you need some help, please get some. And how do people know that they need help? You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. And, and some I people. Mean, never mind. Before, right? No, 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 please, no, 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 no. I'll start. It's gonna be controversial. Oh, absolutely. All right, so I got, I got. This is just one, one anecdotal experience. Just one, just one. Um, and it's not to say that everyone has had this out there, but it's just an experience where a professor, uh, a former professor of mine, was talking about a friend of his who was in, who was married, had the family, had the wife, and for whatever reason, what was going back and forth in the relationship with the wife, he didn't feel like he was being heard. He didn't feel like they was connecting. And it was something that was continually happening over and over and over again. So they got to the point where his friend went home, tried to talk to his wife about a certain thing. Um, she dismissed it again. And then he said, you know what? You never listened to me. Pulled a gun out and blew his brains out in front of her. Mm. Now, like I said, this is a very, you know, it's anecdotal. And of course, this is like extreme. But in that experience, I don't know if anyone would have pegged that he was going through something that would have required. Um, as a result of manning up, he was feeling like this or as a, a result of not being able to talk mm -hmm. to someone, he was feeling like this. Maybe some people just get to a point. They were just like, you know what? I'm tired and I just mm -hmm. want to check out of here. Anthony Bourdain. Mm -hmm. Facts. Mm -hmm. I mean, is what it is sometimes. Listen, at the end of the day, you know, we got to know ourselves as men. And sometimes it takes other people providing suggestions and feedback. And Neil and I talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. when, Neil, when Neil goes dark, I'm like, dude, you can't do that shit. That's, that's selfish from my perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. If John does that, if when Marcino want to talk, I'm like, dude, you, you can't you can't just not talk to your friends. It's just mm -hmm. you can't do that. I'm a completely different uh know, liar, but, completely different. I'm like, yes, you can. That that could be a part you know, of your but, of what you need. But you know, but this is what I say. This this is my role in this group. Of but, us. Do you, but do you understand that how projecting that, that projecting <laughs> that could make it worse? Yeah, I mean it's possible, but yeah. you know where and it comes from with that, but you know where it comes from. No, but see what's I think you know I'm, you know I'm not, you know I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to make it worse. You know no. that it's it's because like dude, like no, but listen, this listen, is what we this, for. and this is what I say because Keltrick and I, you're right, we talk about this all the time. And I'm I'm not speaking for Rob, I'm gonna speak for myself. You may be right from your viewpoint, your lens looking at it like Neil, why the fuck you dark? 
We love you. Talk to us. But for me, if that's my healing mechanism is to go dark and just deal with my own shit, you and, and like, it's not personal, but you telling me that my healing mechanism is wrong is kind of like a deterrent. I, I and said it's fuck you. I say it's wrong. But it's but it's still a like you know, fuck your point of view, Neil. Do what I'm saying. Not saying that's what you're saying, but that's how right. it can come off. I mean, like, if you take it, take it how you need to take it. If it makes see, you the, I feel like <laughs> once again, both parties can be right. So, yeah, so, you need to take it. No, in a situation like that, I don't believe both parties can be right. If, if, if only if, you can determine what's right for you. Now, if what you're determining is it can physically har harm you, or you might physically yeah. harm someone else. Then, of course, you need to be you need to get that. So let me let me, check. Let me, let me something let me as simple as coping. By Hold on, let John say something real quick. Go ahead, John. Yeah, 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 so is it is it is it cool for you to do that to your wife? Mm. Is it my, cool for you to do that to your on, to your family? Ooh, 20 second time out. My wife recognizing that. I left my mama when I was 16 and I pretty much been on my own for the most part since then. Like, no, hold a second. I'm about to answer it. Recognize it. Recognize that now I have now come into an entire family that's larger than any family that I have been actively involved with in my life and how that drains me. She have, she has said, you need to go check yourself into a hotel. Uh, yeah. there, there is, there is a moment that I will have to separate because I need that space in order to bring myself back. It, I wholeheartedly agree with this. There she tell, do, you, do you tell her that? Or does she we have to recognize it? it the, the very first time, she recognized it. And since then? And since then, it'd be like, I, I may need this time. Or she may be like, I'm going here, you go there. That's right. the point. You, at this, I think now you changed you, your point, but go ahead. While you articulate your needs. Yeah, but there may because be a time she, that I because don't. she because she presented a safe space for you to do so. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the point. The point was about separation. Did you need to set? Did you feel a need to separate? Did yeah. you feel a need to go dark? That was what your yeah. point was. You moving to go? No, no, no. Listen, I think America. Y'all like, always you know what you're doing. No, no, no. You know always you know saying, John with me. John with me. That, John I, John I understand with me. what he's saying. I understand John what he's saying. It's like. You what y'all are saying is like as a man, what and what we're trying to say is like yeah, men like get the support where you can. We're both okay in whatever way that that means. So basically, like Neil said that he likes to kind of retreat and just regroup and be by himself and be solo and quote unquote go dark. KG is the kind of person that he just wants to make sure that Neil is still alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We know that Neil will resurface it sooner or later. KG's gonna be like, yo, I haven't spoke to him in a minute. I want to make sure that he's okay and he's going to check in. And I think Neil understands that. Mm -hmm. So he like gives and that it's, it's a two way street. Like y'all was saying, like, you know, that's just how it is. And so that's support. Yeah. And that's what people do. There's plenty of men that simply do not have any relationship, not with a wife, with their kids or anybody else where they can say this person kind of knows me and knows what I need and is giving it to me the way, it, you know, and that's part of that's very important, and it's also probably John why we all still a reason. Hey Jay, real talk what else too. is new? <laughs> that's not true. No, 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 I feel like it's a responsibility that we owe to each other as men, as friends, mm -hmm. to just say, hey, this is, this is, you know, I, I'll holler at y'all, but just, you know, I'm good, but I ain't good, but, you know, give me some space. Right. 
Right. But by, by simply fading to black, I think that is in this space for even the men who go through what they go through, it is irresponsible and selfish from my point of view, because yeah. if these people are your friends and when people like me, I had no idea they was going through this shit. I just feel like you just be like, man, I don't even know that motherfucker like that. They just they just go through something. They don't tell nobody. But think about how many times you and John have said that. Like on this show, it'd be like, damn, Come I on, know man. you go through that shit, Neil. Exactly. But, but at the same token, the I think older you get, exposure is, leads I think, to expansion. I think I think we spoke about it before, and I'll tell you, me, Neil's mindset. I look at it like if we're talking about the four of us right now, brothers, that we love each other. Rise married, got his life together. You happily married. Y'all both got your lives together with kids. John is a great father. Wait, so in my wait mind, minute, wait a minute. Is my life not together? <laughs> yeah. What you trying to say? Yes, my life is together. Keep, but in, keep my, going. In, in, in my point is with the way I look at it from that scenario, it's like I could be going through some devastating shit. I don't, I feel me, I would feel selfish like. I'm not trying to stop Rod's life, John's life. My shit could be some real detrimental shit that would need, I don't know, a week or two weeks. And I'm like, damn, I, I'm not going to impose that on them. So I'll just go dark, deal with myself. And that's how that's how I do it. When, like, when I go dark, that's why I don't like to... Well, I, did, I do better now because Keltry be on my ass. You do a, but, a lot better. But that's why I didn't share a lot of shit. Like, even sometimes me and John were talking. He was like... Damn, dog, we know each other for 20 years. I didn't know you went through that shit. But I came out on the opposite end, I think, better. But sometimes, you know, that's how it is. Sometimes you don't want to tell everybody. Hey, I'm not, I'm not saying that's not true, what you're stating. What, I am, what, I, what I'm adding to this conversation is the responsibility to communicate. I'm not saying it has to be detail-oriented. It ain't got to be I laid out all the facts, anything like that. It's everybody needs their space at certain points in time. I get that. I respect it. I honor it. However, I think I agree, Larry. Joy, there's a responsibility to say, "Hey, I'm going through X, Y, and Z," or "I need a moment, man." And if your friends love you, respect it. Like Rasheem, I knew, me and Rasheem used to live together. And there's plenty of times when Rasheem would do some shit and he'd go through some stuff. And I'd be like, "Hey, man, he need to just chill out for a second. I just I wouldn't say nothing to him for for a number of days. And then when he when he wants to reemerge, I'm like, "You good? Well, I'm good." I, I, I never asked Rod no questions. I, I never, I never, I never want to invade into his space unless he wants. If he wants to present something, Rasheem has shared stuff on this show I've never heard of in my life. Mm -hmm. I've never heard in my life. But I also, all of y'all, I don't ask questions like that. If y'all present information and y'all share, I'm here to listen. I'm here right. to support. But, but you know, the one thing you did, I think John did say, or was Rod. I think we have such a bond with each other in the sense mm -hmm. that even, even, <laughs> even if either, even even if either one of us yeah. goes dark, we know that we're not going to be reckless. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember back in the days, I used to be a drinker with my problems, but I grew out of it and realized that liquor shit don't really help. So now it's just like you know, I'll, hey, hey, I, I hate to interrupt you, but but as friends who also observe stuff, we we also tried to beat you up over that. Because you, you 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 was doing some overtly flagrant things mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. alcohol, so <laughs> I don't think you came to that conclusion on your own. No, I'm saying, but but that's my point. I, I yeah, moved away right. from that. I moved right. away from that because I realized that wasn't you know 
So I agree with you. I agree with you. But that, but also I think by if you go through things by yourself, you evade accountability mm. potentially, right? There's a certain level of accountability to, to Rashin's point that as friends we bring to the forefront. I can't I can't operate and do something and y'all now hold me accountable. You can't do nothing, Neil, that we won't hold you accountable for if you bring it to us. Same thing for Rashin. If Rashin do something that's that's five, I'm like, dude, you're doing too much. You're tripping. I- I think I, th- I think what you're saying is absolutely correct, but withdrawing has not it does not have to have anything to do with needing 100% to be true. held accountable. Hundred you know percent, um, because because w- like if I have to re- withdraw, it's something like Patrice said earlier. I I don't owe nobody an explanation. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't owe anyone an explanation. So long as if, if I can withdraw. Mm-hmm. And then come back and feel like I'm 100. percent Now, if mm-hmm. I come back and y'all are like, "Yo, you still tilted," then then maybe we have to have some conversation. But if I feel like I need to withdraw, um, like you said, Neil, you you handle it with the best way. It's best for you. It's one thing to do it for a few days. It's something different when you are going for months. So that's my only problem. You know what I'm saying? There was a couple times I was like, "Do I need to ride out to Neil's house?" Because yeah. Okay. 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 That's a little bit okay. different. Okay. Nonetheless, even, right. even right. Rashid, when you right. when you there's a period in, in your life that, that that we all know about. Yeah. Well, we was all concerned. Like, hey, he yeah. ain't the same ride right now. Like, we gotta yeah. like we gotta talk about it. Yeah. You know there was saying? plenty, but what am I trying to say? I, I think that as men, <laughs> that there are certain things that we do not necessarily share because we haven't made peace with it or we don't know how to say it or whatever the case might be. And it's not necessarily because I'm trying to hide or, you know, retreat or whatever, whatever. It's just that I don't know how to, you know, deal with, I don't know how to deal with this. So I'm definitely not able to articulate it and put it in terms so that y'all can, you know, do whatever you're going to do with it. So, I mean, I understand what Keltrick's saying. I understand what everybody else is saying. And right. we spent about 30 minutes on this. Well, we, we, <laughs> and we, and we, this is a good topic. We put it out there. When we put it out there, I think we're able to move through it faster than if we do it mm-hmm. by ourselves. If it's something. And we just got Agreed. a moment. We, we, you know, but you know. This is a very strange. Okay. And also, we are very lucky in that we've got like actual friends that are our peers and so on and so forth, we respect and blah, blah, blah. Again, a lot of people do not have that. Social media has really warped that friend word and True. makes people think like, okay, you follow me on Instagram and we talk a whole lot, so we really friends. That person might not necessarily be your friend, and I think that a lot of people got that all the way screwed up. We're very lucky that we've got our little friend groups or whatever the case is, but some people do not have that person. You know what I'm saying? I've talked to many people that's like a big fear in their life is like, okay, who do I put down as my uh, emergency contact? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, hey, Rashid, what do you're, I on, do? you're on our passport joints. On, on the passport joints? Mm-hmm. Okay. As the emergency contact? Yeah. Hey. Listen. Ra, you are very stable. I can see that. Listen, <laughs> we, we, we've been each other's... We've been, <laughs> we've been each other's, you know, references for, you know, personal references yeah. on our resumes. It is. It is not. I mean, I, I'll tell you about that a little later. But right. it's, it's. It's. a lot that we've all experienced, and, and I. I don't know why men don't speak. I'm. I'm a very different animal in this. In this. In this category, because I will talk. I will. I will hit my boys up. I will tell y'all what's going on. There are plenty of times I'm like, hey, we need to have a conference call, 
and I go through it. I get all y'all perspectives. I get all the, the, the motivation, inspiration. And I'm like, all right, I got enough. That's my refuel. Let me go. Let me go go through it. You know right. what I'm saying? I, 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 that's just the way I was. I want to say that's how I was raised. But over the course of time, I've evolved into that space where there you go. I'm comfortable with articulating my emotions. I don't I don't really give a damn when people say anything about like what they perceive me to be. There was a lot of a point in time where I was very self-conscious about a lot of things. But now I'm grown. I feel accomplished in a, in a lot of respects and i feel very confident to 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 be vulnerable if that makes sense well, see, no no i'm thinking about it and you said a, a key this note. is not 1999 kg trust me you said something that's and it just really really resonated with me but i think it goes back to my statement where it's like it all depends on your village and who you have that connection with i love all of y'all to death and this is straight no chaser. I could be going some real emotional, detrimental shit. Rod's my man. I love him. We 1121 twins. I would never cry in front of Rod. Mm. I would never cry in front of John. But Keltrick, you was right there with me. You knew I was going to break down. I was there. I cried with you. You was the first person giving me hugs and crying. So it's I like, with you. I know all of y'all love me. But I'm I'm literally thinking about that when you said about it's KG. I cried with KG too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we talking about at the uh, at the graduation. No, nah, I cried. Yeah. So Neil, Neil cried. Me and Neil cried a couple of times. He cried. So the the thing he was telling you guys about earlier was my grandmother had my grandmother had died suddenly, and so we were doing this upper bound, the can't round metal type, whatever it was, yeah. and we were walking someplace, and I I had just come back, I think, and. Mm -hmm. I was I was in a daze, a haze, you know, and we were walking to some event. I think it was to some school near Howard and me and Neil just kind of fell back from the campers and we just kind of started talking and I just started communicating with him, just opening up for whatever reason. And we was uh, everybody crowd with KG. That's that's yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility that I that I that I have to take. <laughs> and um, he is. We had, a, we had a moment. And then at the graduation, we had a moment. At my wedding, Rashim and I had a moment. We had a Ryan and I have Ryan I have had a lot of moments in general, but that was like the moment. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. as much as I love John, I think if John saw me crying, he'd be like, "What the fuck?" Is like he, he would be awkward. I, th I think John. He would. Yeah, he would. Awkward, but, I mean, he would care. He would worry. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think John I'm right would probably here. pour you a drink. He you know would. what I'm saying? He would catch I can tell you exactly what I would do. I would stand there and I would look at you. <laughs> and I would say, I would quiet. I would eat. I would try okay? to assess the situation, and I would say, "Okay, what do you need right now?" In my mind, sometimes you need a hug. Sometimes you need a kick in the ass. Sometimes you need a strip club. Sometimes you need quiet and silence. And that's what I would do in that moment. If you broke down in tears in front of me, I mean, it's one thing you lost your grandmother. You know what I'm saying? I and in that moment, all I'm going to do is hug you and be quiet. If you crying because you lost your job. I'm going to pour you a drink and say, get another one. You know what I'm saying? Right. It just kind of depends. So, hey, listen, yeah. John, John, inspired, John has no Practical idea how, how this, this changed my life, but there's a moment in my, in my life that was a fork in the road. And oh, with granddaddy? <laughs> John gave me the right, the right words of encouragement to take the right choice in the fork, and life has been grand ever since. So I appreciate yeah. you, bro. I love you. Yeah. I love you, Kate. I'm going to stay there you, oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. I don't know why they act like that. But all right. So there you go for y'all. 
Um, <laughs> we went through the mental health. We, we went through a, the critical race theory. Can, can we can we talk about um, relationships? Can I just jump to it. Just can we just? I don't know if we want to. <laughs> which oh, I can tell a lot, a lot of people play. Oh, we'll tell you. Deca. We will tell you. That's on a later show, though, because we're going to take yeah, it to the whole That's thing. a completely right. different show. That's um, on the Patreon. So uh, <laughs> we gotta set, we gotta set that Patreon up. That's right. That's what we right. gotta do. I said I send that stuff out for y'all so we can uh we can make up our minds on the Patreon. Um. Right. So how are we gonna how are we gonna segue into the 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 the, the 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 uh the relationship joint is it gonna be through Nick Cannon or is it something completely different? I actually I have I, I would like y'all's feedback on something real quick. Okay, okay. so uh, I'm gonna try to leave this as anonymous as possible, but I've got a family member. And this is a young person uh, in their early 20s. Oh, 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 oh just it's, okay. it's going to take right. two All minutes. Right. All right. <clears throat> so it's a younger person. Um, let's say a cousin and <laughs> like 20. <laughs> 20. OK, uh, work with me. Work with me. OK, we work. So with the, we work. The cousin is 20 and they approached an older member of my family and asked for that older member to pay for their phone bill. Now, this younger person is young, like I said, 18, 19, 20 years old. They don't really stay in constant contact with the family. They're kind of in and out because they're 18, 19. You know what I'm saying? But they just popped up and said, hey, can you pay my phone money back for money um, in such a fashion? And my this family member believes that they need it. So my question to y'all is, should this older person go ahead Give them the 50 bucks. It's something like $55 for the phone bill or whatever. And leave it alone. Or should they be like, you know what? You don't really talk to us that much. You're only asking me for money. What's the deal? How, how would y'all handle that? Who wants to go first? I'll go first and tell you how I handled it. Okay. Hell no. <laughs> there you go. I agree with you. You answered the answer. There you go. Nah, nah, I wouldn't do that. Um, you ain't talk to me. It, you it, 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 here's my perspective on this. In a situation like that, clearly that person is not being responsible for their own bills and needs. So if if somebody comes to me in that situation, they've opened the door for, to hit my mouth. So mm -hmm. you're going to get some counseling. You're going to get some questions. The money going to be in my hand and you're going to get it. But under my terms and conditions. And it may be the first and last time you get money from me, or it could be the first of several times you get money from me, just based on the circumstances in which you and I or the person that, that's talking to me has an understanding. I have no problem giving anybody anything if they try. If you ain't doing nothing and you being lazy, don't come to me with nothing. Because I'm, I'm going to look at you kind of sideways and be like, man, you know, nah, I got nothing for you. Okay. Can I just hear a clarification? John, did you say that that person did not talk to the family member? As in, they were, when I say not talk, as in, uh, they would go dark, you know, two, three weeks. So My we got like a big, huge family uh, text message, you know, text group. And might poke their head in and say, hey, every now and then, every few weeks. And then not say nothing for a while. You know what I'm saying? Might show up to the holiday dinner, might not. You know what I'm saying? On the, but again, this is a 19-year-old young person out there trying to figure it out. I mean, I get it. When I was 19, I wasn't constantly talking to my grandmother, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the case might be. So on one hand, I kind of understand that. <clears throat> on the other, therefore, earn your own damn money. You didn't I, just suddenly get the phone bill. I think, you know what I'm saying? I think um, they ate 
18, 19, 20, you coming up, you trying to, you trying to find your way in this world. I think, I think that, um, being present in the family is something that should happen both ways. Like they, they should make efforts to call. They should make efforts to come out, come around the family. But I feel like if I'm if, personal experience, if I'm 19 in college and all I got is $30 in my name every two weeks, it wouldn't hurt a family member to call me every once in a while. Absolutely. As opposed to when I get back down to New York, you don't call us. You don't call me either. And I'm the one that's the the the, the kid, really. 19, 20, you're still a kid. Right. So I figure as they're growing and developing, that whole outreach should go both ways. But even if it doesn't go both ways, it's a phone bill. Person's a part of the family. You know they're not going to take it to go smoke crack. Help them. You know what I'm saying? Help them. And then talk them through whatever situation they got. Did I put this one up already? Talk them through whatever situation mm-hmm. they got. Okay. Um, I don't know if this Nia or Naya, but thank you. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think it, it it helps them just to be like, nah, figure it out on your own. Clearly they couldn't. Mm. And, and maybe they need you to help them in that moment and then help them put the dots together, connect the dots, so that next time, well, that they won't be a next time. Right. But, I mean, you turning them away, then you try to help them connect the dots, they're not listening to you. Facts. I mean, uh, this older person gave them money. So, uh, against what was it you? Did you give them money? Oh, no, you said you wouldn't do it. You didn't want to do it. I mean, listen, man, we we are in a position, all of us in different spaces, but we can help out a lot of different people who ever seek it out, whether it be through advice whether it be through counsel, whether it be through mentorship, whether it be through financial investments, we're just in a different space. And mm-hmm. in a lot of a lot of ways, who the hell, if you feel like they're worthy, why wouldn't you invest in them? Why wouldn't, why would you just, why would you withhold something so simple that's negligent in the grand scheme of things in your life? And even, even if, 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 even if it caused a slight inconvenience, you know, you're going to get it back. Why not just, you know, do it. Well, you don't know you're going to get it back because, I mean, I mean, you might not get it back. You got to trust that you're going to get it back. Not necessarily yeah. from that person, but oh, somehow that, that's going to come back to you. I don't get no money, no money with the anticipation that it's going to be returned to me. None. Unless it's it's a, we have long, like long conditions. Someone like, hey, I need $100. And I mess with them in that way. They're gonna get a hundred. That's gonna be it. It's two hundred. I mean, whatever the money is, it is. Give, give, give what you can afford to lose. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and if I'm the exact opposite, if I give you some money, I ain't giving you no damn money. I will. If you need, well, I take that back. If you needed it, yes, I would give it to you. If you are, you know, like you said, we got that relationship. Everybody outside of that, I ain't giving you no damn money. I, that's that's blood money. That's literally my damn time. I will <laughs> loan it to you. That's right. my resource. I will, you know, and you're going to pay it back to me, and you got one time to fuck over me. And no, but whatever. I, mean, I, don't, even, I don't even look at it as somebody messing me over. It's just... Y'all got great if, hearts, man. If, if, you, if I give <laughs> something to somebody... Note. I'm surprised that Neil feels that way. If I give something to somebody yeah, I'm and I feel too. like they mess Neil. over me, it ain't even I ain't got no issue with it. It just it won't happen again. You gotta exactly. you gotta you gotta change the scenario for Neil now. If it was like a an ex from 
20 years ago instead of a 20 year old person and they came you know with the teary eye Neil like you Neil, will give, Neil will give somebody his car his house his shirt I don't know yeah. why you're trying to act for no you just that's why my mind but see I guess I'm just thinking about growing up like in a West Indian household you not talk to somebody in the house and then you have the nerve to ask for money I, I think about but, but I think about like the the amount of for both put, ends, the amount of courage it takes to talk to ask somebody who you don't talk to in that way to say, "Hey, can you help me out?" I feel like that's that's a lot to go through. Okay, I mean, and, and you're right. I, I would feel like maybe as, as I sit here listening to y'all talk, to be 100 percent honest, I'm still on my same stance. But now that I'm thinking about it, I would try to do something where I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, you need X amount of dollars. You need to do this for me." And then here goes some for you to go take care of your business. So I'm not giving you no damn. They will earn, earn it. it, and it, I don't give a damn if it is, you know. I don't know. I can't think. You know, whatever little thing that we're talking about. But yeah, you're gonna do something. It's not just I'm just gonna give you no damn money I mean, because we're talking about like you are still you're young, but you're still an adult. You've got to take responsibility for you. Stand up on your own two feet. Whatever that may entail. If that means you don't have no phone, uh, you got to figure it out. And so. Man that don't work, don't eat. So or speak. But that goes so back to Rashim's conversation a while. We had a, a a lot of shows ago around is it okay for a child to remain in the parents' household up until they decide to get married? Because at that point they can save money and, and kind of increase their net worth. You, you remember that? You mm -hmm. make that face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that, yeah. yeah. I, I thought you were pulling a um a Neil moment on us real quick. No, a second. You um, don't be better yes. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> In the most love, never mind. I'm gonna save it. <laughs> save it. Save I know what you're gonna say. I save it until I hit Ed Broadcast. Hit Ed Broadcast, then you can say Woo! it. Man, I got idiots <laughs> breaks on the night, boy. No, <laughs> man, straight no chase of the podcast. Let it ride. Um, so uh, are we gonna so tap gonna on Nick Cannon? We're gonna do Nick Cannon. Are we gonna tap on Nick Cannon? How he got like yeah, 30,000 kids? Okay, um, name Jabillion Zillionaire. Like, how they how you do that? He did it by probably being very honest with the women that he was with. He what, said, what I don't know. We Nobody here, this is all alleged. It's not alleged that it's he's having alleged. a baby. Yeah. It's not alleged that he's having a children. It he is alleged how he's doing it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. One, one's pregnant right now. No, he's going to have like four this year with four yeah. different women, I want to say. Yeah. That's well, a lot of meat me to meat. I, I do not approve that level of meat to meatness. <laughs> He's you had to speak that one in. And multiply you speak that one in. Exactly. I do not approve that level of meat to meatness. I don't. Nick Cannon can afford it, and I think that he's probably been very open and honest with all the women that he was with, and let them know that hey, this is how I roll, and they everybody made a decision. God bless him. I I have no problem with none of them. He made it. Ain't going for nothing. Because all them all the, all the that. pictures of the they women. They're gonna want their daddy. Them. But listen, all all the pictures of the the pregnant women or the women after having just given birth, they all smiling. All the women are smiling. Exactly. They 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 are cheesing. Let me ask you. So my wife and I had the discussion yesterday. I said, are they cheddar chasing, or do they really think that this dude is going to like they 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 feel like they found love? My perspective was, I think the majority of them, whether it be priority or something on their list. Well, cheddar chasing. I don't know if you recklessly just kind of mm -hmm. get pregnant by this dude thinking that this this is this is the one and you found love. I just I just don't perceive that to be their perspective. I think 
and we're not in these people's heads, but no, I no. imagine this is, this is all speculation. they know that Nick is a good father. They know that he is financially stable. They probably have good feelings for him since they are willing to engage Lay in sex with. with his ass. So, you know, whether they love him, who knows who's to say, but they care enough about him to have his baby. You know what I'm saying? So he Nick strikes me as a type of dude that's like, yo, have my child. You were taken care of. You're good. You but, know what I'm saying? There's only so much money. And yeah, but I mean, he got, he got, he got bread. Let me he ask you a question. Bread. I mean, let me, he, let me, let me throw some production company. He's making money. Mm-hmm. Neil, would your kids rather have money or you in their life? John, would your kids wow. rather have money or you in their life? Rasheen, would your daughter rather have money or you in her life? But who's to say that he's not going to be in their life and right. have money? But he's right. only worth and thirty the, million. I would think he's worth so much more than that. And say thirty and, million. That's what the internet says. Oh. Internet says Nick Cannon's Nick Cannon's net worth thirty million, which ain't nothing to sneeze at. That's an exceptional amount of money. Thirty but million more than I got. It's uh, no, it's, it's crackhead right you now. Got more, with you seven got more than zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. I got more than zero. Yeah, yeah, you got more than zero dollars. Um, I don't listen. Yeah, I I don't know if I can even engage in that question, man, because I think. I think the way, just the way he be bouncing around out, I think he's going to try to be in every one of his kids' life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think he is. I and, think and he, it, well, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know if you can spread yourself between seven different women. Is it seven? Is it seven or four? I don't, whatever the number is. It's, it's, it's going to be like There's more than like four or five women, four okay. or five women. If you can spread yourself in that, in that way, and your kids all feel like an equitable amount of investment. I think it's I think it's a little troubling to do that. It's just challenging. I don't, right. I don't know if he can do that in addition to his endeavors. Equitable financial investment or emotional investment or both. Emotional. emotional. Financial. I don't I don't think you're gonna have a problem financially. I don't think I mean, the women that he's that 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 are, that are the, the parents of his kids are gonna have a, a difficult time financially. At least. I see what you're saying. In the short in the short term, mm-hmm. but is 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 the Kids don't know about money. We right. do because we grown. But right. a kid, a child does not know the value of a dollar. They how do know the value spread, of time. How can you spread yourself to seven different babies in four different households? Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. It is going to be tough. I, I disagree it wholeheartedly. I mean, in the end, he can be there in so many different ways. Technology has made the world much sm- shorter. Uh, if the kid wakes up and says, hey, I want to go see my dad, Nick Cannon's got the ability to bit, put that child on a plane and bring them to him at any given you know, time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, about it. I, mean, I, I mean, Keltrick really, really made me think about that. Think about it literally for a second, John. Seven different kids in four different households. So yep. somebody's getting daddy more than the other. Mm. Uh, maybe, but maybe not. We don't actually know. Maybe he's bringing all his children to him. Maybe he's like, you have the baby, and then you go be free and leave him right here with me. Who knows? We don't know how he's operating his life. But we do know that he's got the financial ability to take care of all of them women and all of them children. I trust him to be able to be in their lives. We won't know how it's all going to be for another 20, 25 years. Do you think he's being reckless? No. How is he? If he is not a good father in the sense that the women are left to kind of take care of the kids by themselves, both financially and on a day to day, then he would be irresponsible. What's that last comment from Jewel? 
I agree with that 100%. Oh, damn. Can I, let me put it out. I know, I know. Ooh, y'all getting spicy in the comments. Hold on, let me get to what, it. What's, what's uh, up today? This is right here. The, the Jules <laughs> comment right there, man. We can't. It, I think his behavior. How y'all know he ain't going to see them kids frequently or daily? You don't know that's that. True. That's true, though. You that don't know that. Mariah Carey is not sending her, her twins with you him You do not day. know that. You do not know that. And Mariah, I guarantee you Mariah Carey ain't worried about what Nick Cannon is doing or whatever. Here, here's here's one realistic thing that could happen. Let's say all the kids that are born this year. Let's say let's say they they all graduate. Let's say they're on track. They all graduate high elementary school, middle school, high school, and college. Ooh, I know you're going with this. It, it's going to be at the same time. So okay. unless unless Nick creates some celebratory event for all of his children at one time and gets all of them to one spot, and they all want to share that experience with okay. their half siblings, right? If, unless he does that, he won't be able to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Those you know what? With all those kids. See, that's the problem right there. What you just said, the number one word of what you just said, Rob, was half. They ain't, I, I, I hate that half step Take that out. Take it out. Take it take <laughs> because, because that's Period. not the point. The point is all the siblings together celebrating the same January, uh, same June graduation. Yeah. And Okay, so for example. How does, how does he get to all of them? He does what you just described, just but, like Neil but, did with his two children. But why should they were no, 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 no. But if they got separate, if they're living in separate areas with separate mothers, why should I right. share my graduation with my brother? Because over we are in a family. We are in a family, and we are all going to end this together, and we all going to sink or swim together. And if you can start it from the gate, and all the mothers is on board with it, why can't you get all the kids on board with? He not going. That's how they was raised. You think he's gonna get everyone on board to be a? Uh, I think that people village? really. I think that we are all speaking from a whole lot of trauma, and this is why we need mental health because we <laughs> want his. We want his shit to crash and burn. We want. No. Him, yes, we do. Yes, no, we do. I and, I, I, and by we, I don't necessarily mean everybody here. I'm saying social media. I'm saying people that's kind of reading into it because we want. We just. We it it, it just disgusts us that he somehow has all these kids and it's, it's, it's just not, like, it just seems wrong but it, John, it doesn't have to John, be wrong listen listen it's not that it disgusts us it's highly questionable behavior from somebody who appears who to question let, his me, behavior? let me finish let me finish <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the public and he's a public figure so I, I i am the person that can question his behavior but in in his capacity as somebody who's observing, I find his behavior highly questionable to have seven kids in one year. Okay. I think I think that she's doing a lot of a lot of me to me. And I even even so is it seven or is it here's the I thing think it's the seven wife, in total. So my wife yeah. and I had the discussion too. To 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 get a woman pregnant, you got like I think three days, right? When she's ovulating. So to, to to have that kind of that kind of aim during that time that peak performance kind of time frame, he's either got to be incredibly lucky or unlucky on how you depend on how you look at it, or this is completely intentional. And either way, I mean that's a really unsavory type of thing for me to fathom because I'm not in this position. But it just it just still feels <laughs> very questionable, man. It feels very questionable. Questionable. I, he advice said we could question it. I, That's what you said. I, <laughs> I mean, like I said, man, um, it'd be dead. There are plenty of people without his financial ability that have them type of children. That's true. And with with random with a bunch of different women and so on and so forth. And we 
judge them and so on and so forth. And to me, man, if you're taking care of your children, they don't have any, you know, the but the fine man, financial financial I'm, taking care of your kid ain't enough. Says who? I mean, wait a minute. You're right. It's not enough. But how can you possibly say I'm, I'm not talking about just a regular average everyday type person. I'm talking about somebody that has the financial wherewithal to do uh, things that we necessarily can't do. So, like, yeah, he can spend months at a time with one kid if he so chose. He can afford nannies. He can, you know, build them how, you know, put money away for college and make sure everybody's straight. He can but do all many, those things. How many stories have we heard and read over the years where they don't they don't care about that? They want to spend time talk with about their parents. And why can't he do that is what I'm saying. Why can't he do that? Oh, Just because we don't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. I think that we really are reading a whole lot into the situation, uh -huh. and it's kind of uh, it's very interesting. People kind of want it, it's it, it's we we really need therapy. Bad. I, don't, I don't know if people want to see him crash and burn. Oh, they do. They do. Oh, uh, wait, wait, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, let's be real. Let's be real. Real. Okay. Yeah, if on, for whatever real. reason, uh, Nick Cannon goes bankrupt next next year, I could the entire it, or I couldn't care less. Whichever one. The entire internet would run to go type their glee at the fact that he would be having problems money-wise. Because now who's going to feed the kids? What you going to do, Nick? You going to sell your ass for money? You know, it's that kind hey, of nonsense. That's leave, what leave that comment up. Zoe is a wise woman. This is an excellent comment here. It, it... <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. <laughs> we don't know. Just read it. We don't you know. know. What I'm saying? <laughs> we don't know. I mean, we don't know, but but the 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 likelihood of it happening in the way that she's presenting it is is Catch highly low. Why do y'all think he's not going that, to be available to his children? That's that, what I'm no, why I mean, are you, hold on? <laughs> why do you feel like it, he? Why do y'all feel like he's not going to be available to his children? He might not be available to their mothers, but why wouldn't he be available to his kids? He has to be available to his mamas at this early stage. The kids can't pick up the fucking phone to call him. It seems like he's got a very good uh, relationship with all the mothers. He's all in the maternity photos. They seem to all know each other. And they cool they with all it. Cheesing, they all smiling. Everybody's they, cool with it. So why they are should people be smiling? Mad? They, they, because you're having a baby. Why would you be mad when you're having a baby? So why are y'all mad? That's what Nobody I'm mad. mad. Oh, you're, you're mad. You're mad. You're mad. You just you just said that the man uh, there was something. What did you just say? I, I'm not even going to rewind it. Come but on, you was on, just man. like it's the uh, what. No, I mean, you're about to pull a nail, about to say some shit I didn't say. So go ahead. No, you said something about how it speaks to his character, something with that you just got done oh, saying. Yeah, yeah he, he he did say something about that. He he did make a a, a character judgment on him. Um, so let me oh, real quick to wrap but, all but this. That up. doesn't mean that doesn't mean he's mad. Okay, that's fine. That real quick to wrap all this up. Okay. Let's just say that you have Nick Cannon money, thirty million, uh -huh. forty million, whatever it might be. OK, you have the ability. You're not married. You could have all the kids you wanted if you so chose. You could take care of all them children. You could take care of the mothers. You're saying that you would be like, nah, wrapping it up because I'm saving my money for the two I got with Mariah because they're going to need more money. No, I'm not saying that either. I'm saying that if, if I had if I wanted to have more kids then I will either publicly come if, if am I publicly am a public figure or is it just private? Okay, yeah, you're a public figure. If I'm public, I'm well, I, no, I, you, I, you just you. You are Keltrick <laughs> and you are doing what you do 
and you I can would, have would, more children if you wanted to. I would just have a, uh, a conversation with whoever I'm dealing with, and this would be the things, and we will all live in this compound together, and we would just do what we do. And I would have my Damn. kids. Damn! Maybe that's what Nick Cannon is doing. <laughs> How about that? You think, you think Nick Cannon would have thought of that and bought everybody a house in the same spot? Maybe he did. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you, Drew. Mariah got the money. So he can put more of his money with these other five. Anyway, well, y'all, uh, you know. Any more relationship? Com- there, you got something? Man, I'm loving it. It's been great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been great. So I'm with you, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> so wrap it. Yeah. And we got one you know, wrap, it up. What, wrap it one, up. Like, wrap it up, John. Like Nick Cannon didn't one, do. Yeah. Right. Nick Cannon was careful, John. Right. One suggestion for the people, and then we out. One thing, oh. one book, movie, something. No, I already got that. I'm going to feed off what Ross said last week. Thank you, my brother. That Lupin series was fantastic. I finished Never watching it yesterday. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I need to go back and revisit something. Denise, she gave, a, she gave us an idea how we could package this recommendation piece. We'll talk offline about that. But um, Okay. Thank you, Denise. Thank oh, you, man. Denise. Yeah, shout out to Denise. We got to get on here too for what recommended. I, we'll talk anything, about Brian. I got anything. Oh yeah, the recommendation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Book, yeah so what you rec- anything? Liquor, food, restaurant, anything. Whatever. You know, you know what I recommend, y'all. Um, DC on a nice sunny um, day. Just yes. You know, me and wifey walked the, the monuments earlier today, and just no. It just it's it's a wonderful place to be, man. I fell in love with DC when I came down. It only took me 15 minutes in 1998. I was like, not 19, 1998, 1993, 94 actually, because it was spring semester. I, I love me some DC, y'all. Y'all, you just I recommend getting on out there before it gets way hot and just right. go see them those monuments. Just take the walk. And, and Kelcher, what was that joint you were recommending for John? If he if those people are interested in wines. You were saying to try Pinot, something what? Pinot Noirs. Pinot Noirs. There you go. All right. So um, I'm going to yes, recommend tequila, Sincoro tequila, Resposado. It is a, a premium tequila, sipping tequila. I've been sipping on my first glass was with um, the blue and white bottle that y'all have heard of. <laughs> and this one is a you know a new one that I've been sipping on this year, added to my collection. I would highly recommend it. It is quite delicious. Wait, did you give the name of it? Sincoro. Okay. And, and go Hawks too. By the way, they they I think they might shock the world in uh, some, some boys are bad. In the finals. They, I, think they, I, I feel like I'm putting for the Hawks and the and the Suns. That is in great tequila. Hey, real, real quick, Matthew. Listen, man, I wasn't trying to be cruel, man. I just—it was a clown statement, so I apologize. I, I didn't mean to offend nobody. But <laughs> right. I, you know, I, I saw your comment and it being Ross didn't put it up there, but I, I, I saw it. So <laughs> you know, it's all good. Um, yeah, yeah. I like the fact that you were the the the, the four coaches in the finals. Three of them are black. Mm-hmm. That's a thumbs up. Not bad. Not bad. My recommendation: nonfiction books by Robert A. Carroll. Like this one, the power broker. Excellent. Please check him out. On that note, it's a wrap. So we'll see y'all Smokey. next week. Where they next gonna catch Thursday. us? 
Where they gonna find us at, John? Everywhere. SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. How about the places iTunes. where they can actually listen to the, the, the podcast? <laughs> Apple like Spotify podcast. And, and, and Spotify. Apple. <laughs> there you go. All of those. Don't forget SoundCloud. Right. He, he did say SoundCloud. He did SoundCloud. say that. SoundCloud's the number one. Shout out to everybody in Estonia. And on that note, <laughs> oh, by the way, out. I remember the dude's name too from last from when we was in Richmond. His name was David. Yeah, yeah. The son who was oh. working with his mom and his and his auntie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rod wasn't there. He was he he went back upstairs. No, he was there with her because she yeah. gave him, yeah, you got the, the side head, the side hug. Yeah, she gave me the oh okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mom was right. fit too. Yeah. Mm. Look, it's time to go. <laughs> There you go. Bye, darling. Bye, Patrice. Bye, y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Peace. And end broadcast now. There you have it. We're going to say peace out. God bless and good night. Straight, straight, no chaser.